Hi, I'm John. I'm Colin. And I'm Rod Tidwell. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. Show me the money. Yeah. Show me the money. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be used. Yeah, I have to use that one. Never stop fucking me. <laughs> <laughs> We're expecting that. Where are you? Cue the theme song. Show me the money! Jump right into my nightmare. The water is warm. Do you know that my next door neighbor has three rabbits? Well, boo fucking who? Show me the money! You complete me. You had me at hello. You had me at hello. Show me the money! All right, in 1996, we had the... Very funny. Jerry Maguire, starring Tommy Cruise, Renee Zellweger, Cuba Gooding Jr., some other faces, Jay Moore, Kelly Preston. Um, this follows the adventures of uh, agent, sports, super sports agent, uh, Jerry Maguire, who um, in the very first moments of the movie has an epiphany about the work that he's in and um, decides to write a white paper that uh, loses him his job. And then he goes on a discovery journey for himself it was a mission statement mission statement right and it's about the ethical treatment of animals i know no, he just kept saying it was a mission statement but everyone was like i love your memo no yeah. i know it was a mission statement I, that, we, that we, definition we really got seemed it to matter. colin yeah. oh i see so as uh, jerry uh ends up having to leave his job um he wants to start his own firm and he's able to retain one client Rod Tidwell, uh, wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals, played by Cuba Gooding Jr. And um, so Jerry now has to try and rebuild his own company, living by the morals and values that he wants while having an extreme fear of being alone, so much so it causes issues in all his relationships with women. And um, yeah, we have to deal with uh, his single mother secretary uh, slash finance person. Slash lemon face. You can play. Lemon face. Oh, let's Renee back up Zellweger. though. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So the opening of this movie. <laughs> Tiger face. Er, lemon face. Ooh. So Cameron so Crow did something with the opening of this movie that was, once again, very interesting with the voiceover and the music, um, which, I mean, we can all say that this guy. I'm going to put voiceover on your tombstone. This guy is. a recording. Uh, that's awesome. Put a question mark by it though. Voiceover? Because some movies he <laughs> likes it and some he does not. No, but. For some reason, though, and this, I think this one it works is because it's so cheeky. Yeah. About um, about I love the opening line about um, this is Earth. Yeah, and he's like, it's uh, what does he say? He used to have six million. He's like six million billion people. When I was when I was a kid, it was three. Things move pretty fast. And then he starts talking about all of these like super ultra crazy athletes that he's trying to sign or that are his clients. It's like super interesting way of opening the movie because it is he's he's really establishing what it is to be a sports agent is what he's doing true so um so he's like getting that out of the way um which is what's so interesting because it it's he's getting a lot of information that that we need to know about what a sports agent is or what a sports agent does so anyways i love i love that he does that he actually has voiceover going throughout the whole movie to the inciting incident which is jerry having the nervous breakdown the voiceover to jerry writing the memo the voiceover to him releasing it and the voiceover up to him coming out and and being afraid of what his his fellow co-workers are going to feel 
about his memo, and then they're all applauding. And there's that great line where he says, um, okay. my life... This <laughs> 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 it was his coming out party. And uh, everyone's applauding, and he says that great line where he says, uh, I was 35, uh, and I started my life, or whatever. And then uh, you see those two guys who work with him go, I give him a week, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. They're so, clapping while yeah, they say it. And smiling. So it, it just sets everything up that you're going to need to know now to, to just forget about everything and just enjoy the story. So brilliant. It's brilliant writing. The, uh, I also love the, um, his mentor, um, the little flashes with Dickie. With those are really good. Dickie, yeah. whatever his name is. Those are good his little, little themologies. Yeah, little themologies, and they always fit the tone of the movie, including his last one up at the end where he talks about family. And Oh, yeah, great, great writing. I mean, the writing in this movie is very solid from the beginning anyway. And now I don't know how you guys feel about how it goes from there. but um, So then Jerry gets... Uh, we get to meet his fiance. No comment, I guess. <laughs> I'm, I'm in so, I'm so, I'm in so Wait, in sorry, love. I'm, I'm looking up something. I'm so in love with Kelly Preston in this movie. Um, I'm in love with her free spirit and her uh, freewheeling banging against the wall. You just love the, the never wall. stop fucking me thing, and then she's like, "If you ever want me to be with another woman, I'll do it." I love her red hair. She did. You she, like her in she, this movie? She, she dyed her hair. Listen to him. She she's dyed, hot, but that she, is it. She dyed her hair red. No, that's all I'm talking about. Oh. And her free spirit, her free sexual <laughs> spirit, because she actually tells Jerry after, just after she climaxes, or he climaxes, or they both climax, she's like, look me in the eyes. And she's like, if you ever want me to be with a woman, I would. I'm not interested in it. It was a college thing, but I would do it for you. <laughs> and I love his, his retort is, oh, we don't have to tell each other everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so great in establishing her kind of, um, her personality. Uh, yeah, she's a yeah. hyper alpha. She's such an alpha. Yeah. And he is threatened by it. She gives me an innie. I can't deal with it. <laughs> oh, no. I'm very excited about it because she's crazy. She's crazy, yeah. And that's always, and like and this, that's always interesting. Yeah. That's good, but crazy like, um, like burn, burn your lawn or your house down. That's good crazy. No, that is good crazy. Yeah. Crazy like I'm overly ambitious alpha and will step on you and anybody else to get ahead is terrifying. And the sex isn't worth that. But your house burning down for that same sex is fine. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're, we're establishing the, the rules here of crazy. The themes. I think it's a valid point. <laughs> I've, I've dated the show up at your house at three o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday drunk. And that is like, they're like a sparkler, right? Because you're like so fascinated by it and it's exciting. But then you always get burnt when you touch it too much. You're like, oh, shit, shit. Yeah. And you don't realize it. Yeah, but you touch it again. Yeah. And then sometimes you'll go back too. Yeah. And then it burns out early. Turns yeah. to mush face like uh, my ex crazy. <laughs> mush face. <laughs> but anyway, so Jerry's in a complicated relationship. And then uh, he goes... Well, he's getting married. That's why his relationship is as complicated. And then they... So they... Um, before he's fired, they have a bachelor party for him and they've pulled together this implausible video. Like Jerry has such an impact on women's lives that they were able to find like his last 10 girlfriends and interview them. That this was, video is weird. That is weird. There's no way... I thought that Why maybe this last that? time around, like, were they taking interviews of, like, random women, making it look like they were talking about him, but they all said Jerry, and they all talked about him the same way. 
Uh, and then they got his fiance to be in the video too, burning his little black book. I thought some of that was a little bit too, a little it's bit too much for me at that time. Inappropriate. Yeah, like it was weird. But then, I don't know. Then, then I was like, if they're doing this for like creative reasons for the movie to really show what kind of a person Tom Cruise is, then it makes him a lot less likable. Not like he gets all very much nervous during the whole thing, but. It seems like he's a seductor and, and then his, his inability to be alone is not, not, not I don't know. It's not a feeling I identify with. Well, he has with. a phobia yeah. that they're trying to drive home. Yeah. He's a ladies' man. And they man. just, they pound me over the head with it a little but bit But he's not just there. a ladies' man. The, the, well, he's a whore. He's a man whore. The, he is. But the one thing that they're trying in to. In those days, it would be a stud. The one thing they're, yeah, in 96. But what the one thing they're trying to pound home in, in that video is that he has an inability to be alone and so he's always jumping from one girlfriend to the next without ever any time in between because mm-hmm. yeah. he cannot be by himself ever yeah which is what he ends up doing with the was when a zellweger character yeah but a little black book isn't a thing for like a serial monogamist that no. is not what the little is. black that's for yeah, a player that, yeah, yeah exactly so he's a player he can't be by himself maybe but he's a player yeah he's, he's a but i mean but they're saying that he's uh uh those are all girlfriends not just people he slept with they weren't it, randos it, it actually not, it does end up speaking to me more on a level for um uh what's his, his um, kelly preston's character <laughs> that she would like be in it with um a torch blowing up his black book because like she's such a powerful woman she'd be like i know he's gonna see this and he's gonna see me burning this and like you're mine now like i don't know it that whole video was very very weird um i know the video both in is, the movie and and for the character I yeah think. it's a super roast like i could see you roasting your buddy on his bachelor party and being like all the guys getting together and like having a talk or whatever but to put all of his exes together in a video and yeah. have them just talk about how <laughs> shitty you are that's not a appropriate roast to me and it seemed like there was a lot of work people there like it yeah. wasn't like a bachelor party and, thing so much this, as it was like a thing at the office it felt like it's it funny weird it's funny because i looked into it so far that i actually went and wanted to see what the script said and the script said uh that the women in the video were were almost being too honest in an inappropriate way right so well, that were. that is what, what do you he, think you're gonna get with those but that, but that is what he was going for. Yeah. I mean, he was really going for trying to characterize the Tom Cruise character and how he is with women and his insecurity about being alone without having to do it and explain a lot. So is that supposed to be the juxtaposition against like his super epiphany about just, like I the real ethical treatment of, just, his, of his like a... Uh, of his customer, but not his customer. It doesn't make his... me pity him, right, for ha- for having this phobia. I think if that was the intent to get me to realize that he has a shortcoming, like you see it in his face, like he's uncomfortable when they're showing the video, but it's just that's not the feeling it gives me. It's not, like, but it's not supposed, supposed to, to feel bad for a guy who slept with. I don't me. think it's supposed to, you're supposed to feel sympathetic for him. I think you're supposed to, you're supposed to, it's setting up things that they don't want to do and explain a log, which is also good writing. Yeah. Because like, otherwise you have to have him or someone but else they do say log loud. later. They even have her sister like talk about it a yeah, lot. Yes, but but this way, her sister is not just guessing. The audience now knows that all of that is true with right. him. And his sister more so talks about how he's hanging from the bottom rung and he's a drowning man yeah. who wants a life preserver, but she doesn't know that he's this this type of guy no, who jumps from girlfriend to girlfriend yeah, to girlfriend. Yeah, she's, she's like best best thinking. She's already idolized him at that point. So Oh, yeah. and, and the, She's going to uh, play him as the puppy that needs to be rescued to so herself. I, so like if we're going to talk about Jerry in the opening, what do you think of the uh, Renee Zellweger character? What's her name in the movie? 
uh laurel laurel yeah so so she and the kid and on the plane and then her talking to jerry in dorothy, the airport she's dorothy. dorothy or her sister must be laurel correct yeah laurel but uh that's a weird name it's weird to say that say laurel everybody laurel i hope their last name's hardy that would be awesome but anyway what do you guys think of her character renee zellweger yeah yeah like what do you think of the setup and the kid and the whole it's that... fine it shows her kind of like as a down and out single mother yeah. yeah struggling with but you like her character how could you not yeah, I mean, she's, she's a single mom. You feel You'd be for a douchebag to hate oh, her. Oh, I just want to. I just want to make sure. <laughs> no, we're I know. All we, on the I same know. page because no. You know what? I, she doesn't strike me one way or the other. Just, just because, because this movie definitely does border on the uh, uh, pulling on the heartstrings, Chick manipulative side? pulling on the heartstrings for sure on that side. Is this movie for like meant to be a, a, a appeal to both sexes equally? Well, or? it did. I, I think women, this was more, I think for sure there's the appeal for women is greater because, uh, uh, no, because the, all the stuff with the football and, yeah. and, uh, Tom Cruise being an agent and, and all the sports figures and all of the yeah, famous it's people. It's mostly about him. And then what's and his Rod. face? Uh, Rod, like, I mean, I love all that shit. Like as a guy, like, and I'm not even into sports and football, but I, I love all that machismo bullshit that they throw into this movie. <laughs> well i like hockey and stuff but i'm not in the football i know i'm just kidding yeah yeah so for me that stuff all worked very well in fact and i love the whole asian thing and the and like the you know the action and the money and the and i like the uh, draft and uh all that shit like in the, the once again he uses music so well yeah music in this movie is good. Uh, what do you guys think of the when jerry's uh talking to which is one of my favorite scenes where uh he's he's he he's escorting that football player into the hospital or the prison and stuff and he's like the only proof we have of anything is this guy's an exceptional athlete or something like that and then when he's talking to the hockey player and uh he's saying to the kid like he's like it would take like five super duper rangers to stop your father yeah and he's being such a douchebag and that kid's like fuck you and he like walks away yeah Love that scene. Yeah. Well, that really kicks off his... Well, because it's kind of the um, making Jerry be kind of that um, character from uh, Groundhog Day where he's like, you know, he's there's something, you know, he's like kind of a bad guy. He's not a great guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like we want him to be a good guy and we like him kind of because he's a bit of a douchebag. Yeah. It sets up his arc. Yeah. Yeah. It totally does. Yeah. I, I always like that scene where that kid tells him the fuck because that's what gives him the nervous breakdown. He even says later yeah. that he's here because some kid made him feel bad. Some yeah. hockey like, player's kid. Yeah. Ki- some hockey player's kid made me feel like a superficial jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cloaked in darkness. Yeah. No, I'm cloaked in failure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you still with me? Um, Want this jacket? Because I don't need it. Because <laughs> I'm cloaked in failure. <laughs> he um, gets drunk a lot in this movie too i love when he's drunk and he's like giving speeches and uh yeah he, he does like to give speeches doing he, some therapy with the kid oh yeah I, that still all works for me yeah his scenes with the kid are really cute the kid's like saying something about his dad and he's like no, no, no i want to say some more things <laughs> about my dad yeah <laughs> the human head weighs eight pounds um I don't know. Like, does I'm trying to think of Renee Zellweger's character's arc in this. 
she's single and then she's not single. Yeah. Like her, her whole thing is to like want to find a man. But she, the I don't success think she really has business. an arc, does she? I do no, think she does. Thing. I think when she dumps Jerry, that is her arc because she, her whole thing was that she just wanted to be in love with somebody more. She wanted to actually, she's been with guys, but she's never been in love with them. And she was in love with Jerry. But he didn't love her but, back. But he didn't love her back. And so her giving him up and dumping him and saying that she needs more is her arc, in my opinion. Be, and then him coming back is his arc. That's mm. what I'm getting from the movie anyway. Mm. Because she could have, like, she even said, like, um, she could have just, like, not said anything and they could have been together for the next 10 years. But she wasn't willing to settle for someone who didn't feel the same way about her as she yeah. felt about them. Yeah. Yeah. For a guy that loves her kid and boy, does he like me a lot. See, yeah. the, the dialogue's so good that it's quotable. Yeah, Cameron Crowe doesn't have a trouble with dialogue, does he? No, he really doesn't. And I mean, Tom Cruise, I mean, I know a lot of people don't like him. I love Tom Cruise. I, I think he sells I, it, man. He's not a Scientology. He's he's fantastic. I, yeah, in this. Tom Cruise is um, he's good in most things. He's good, but in this one, he's like really good. This is like '96 uh, would be around his prime, I'd say. I mean, is he still in his prime these days? Probably he is, but he was killing it back then. I um, saw him in the new trailer to the second Top Gun movie. Oh yeah, and he's finally hit a point now where they're not they can't hide it anymore. Now, How old he is? Oh yeah, like he, turkey neck. Not turkey neck. His face looks misshapen now in a way that either it is because of his age or because of reconstructive surgery yeah. that he's had so much of that he does not look like himself anymore. And it is it's plainly obvious that he is like, it is being covered up with hair dye, plastic surgery and makeup but it's not working anymore. Yeah. And uh, it's he's past the point where he can pull it off, I, I think, think. Have you seen Renee Zellweger lately? You see she was in Oscars? Judy. She won the Academy Award for Judy. Yeah. Um, she was, she's, she's supposed to be good. I, I want to see it. She's ridiculously skinny now. Is she? Yeah. And had some like work done and reversed and she's kind of scary to look at. Sad. Yeah, she doesn't have a good face for plastic surgery, I feel like. No. Yeah. Uh, she's beautiful in this. I was, I've, I, I've, fell in love with her in this a little bit yeah well, she's still young and untouched <laughs> <laughs> but it's like she didn't really have that baby her sister's an interesting <laughs> character too and so is the babysitter with the jazz that that causes for some funny stuff i love too. that character yeah I this think, is I also all people were good and the kid actor you don't you don't hate him he's cute enough and and not in the movie quite enough uh, i but that's good though you you leave wanting more yeah well, I don't really want more, but he's just not in it enough to ruin it, which is great. So let's talk about, we got to talk about uh, Kush. We got to oh, talk yeah. about the Cushman. Kush. Oh, well, no, well, let's maybe start talking about, um, what's his name? Rod and his wife. So Rod's wife is a fantastic character. Yeah. Mm. She is like super alpha and she's super in her husband's career. And I love the scene where she comes with her kid and her kid is destroying Jerry's office. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh and it's a great introduction to her to talking about that before jerry gets fired she's like yeah i like she's involved in the business stuff and also able to talk a bit about rod and what she thinks he needs and, and what's that comedian who plays his the guy who fires him it's jay moore jay moore oh yeah he is so good in this movie because i fucking hate him in yeah. this movie 
I want to punch him in the face <gasps> every time he's on screen. I'm going to let you have this. Yeah. It's a good moment for you. Yeah. I fucking would, I would have punched him if he said that to me. Yeah. Such an arrogant little piece of shit twerp. I want to strangle that motherfucker. And yeah. so he was perfectly cast. He should play that role all the time. I think he does. Well, mm-hmm. but I, but never to that effect. <laughs> no. Well, like maybe never in a movie of this size. I'm either. venomous towards him. Yeah. It's um a, a, a really good scene when um, just after Jerry gets back to the office after being fired and he's trying to handle all the phone lines. Yes. And he finally gets hold of Rod who just won't shut up about showing him the money. And then they keep showing Jerry's phone and there's less and less lines to answer and talk to. And um. That's a whole fun sequence. Oh, yeah. Between uh, him saying uh, to the other people, oh, yeah, he's having a guy's having a nervous breakdown or whatever. I don't know what's going on with that guy. And then Jerry uh, being forced to <laughs> uh, embarrass himself by screaming into yeah. the phone, show me the I money. I love black people. I love the black people. Show me the money. Yeah. That's all great stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so overall Rod's character for me gets annoying at times, but I think that's the intent. Um, you know what? I think just, he's annoying in the beginning at first, but I learned to like him. Uh, it's when Jerry knows what he needs to do to fix himself, but he won't. And But Jerry won't quit at doing what Rod tells him to do, act on his behalf in the best way, which makes them in a way both more likable and more frustrating. Um, but Rod eventually does come around at the end and is like, tell me how to be. And But everything up to the point of telling me how to be, Rod is very stubborn and, and acting in very inappropriate ways. Like, go get me paid. I don't give a shit about any of this or any of my fucking teammates. Get me the fucking money. <laughs> he says fine, fine. He says it in so front of his teammates. Yeah, he's always dissing his teammates in front of him. He's like, that. I love the help you, help me, or whatever. Yeah. Help you, help me. Yeah, and he help laughs you, help me. Room. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. Why? Why when I think we're talking, you think we're fighting or whatever? Serving you is a pride-swallowing siege. <laughs> I love that line. That's a great. That's a great scene. Jerry sells all of that stuff. Yeah. So well too when he's in that locker room, and the whole time, what's great about that is the whole time Rod is buck naked, with you. You can only assume is what is a monster cock. <laughs> that Jerry's trying not to look at <laughs> the whole time. Jerry even offers him a towel at one point and he refuses it. He's like, I air dry. Yeah. Dude, there's that one woman giving an interview to that guy and he's totally <laughs> naked. Oh, and she and drops, she drops the, the, the mic. microphone yeah. and then like tries to pick it up without <laughs> like rubbing her face into yeah. his crotch. And he doesn't move. No. It's one no. of my favorite scenes. Yeah, that guy. That's pretty funny. Um, he's he's like 6'6", six, six too. And he's gigantic. Yeah. Yeah, and when she bends down, she is so awkward in getting that microphone. To quote Brad Pitt in Fight Club, nice big cock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's so good. The, uh, I love the locker room stuff. Some of Rod's character stuff and then some of the football stuff, um, I'm always going to say when, when when sports and football is involved, the, the way that the agent and like that one big play at the end being the one thing that's going to get Rod his his new contract because they're going to win like a Monday night football game or he's going to get a touchdown in prime time. Like that's not what gets him the, the contract. He'd been playing really well up to that point. Um, the big concern was if he gets hurt and his contract is up, then he gets nothing. 
Um, that's but, how they build the way, attention. Yeah, that's though. how they do it. I know, and and so it's a fine vehicle to get there. It's just a little bit. It's just a little bit ridiculous that um, it's completely ridiculous. It he builds said up like broke that. Broke Jerry Rice's records this season yeah. before, and he's up for free agency after this year. Yeah, There's and it's no just way. that the coach says he doesn't want a short wide receiver. Like at that time in the NFL, everyone would have wanted the the Calvin Johnson or the Jerry Rice or the um, um, Randy Moss, like really tall prototypical wide receivers and Jerry Rice tall he was kind of tall see but you guys are um, they, we come at it from that angle yeah they like, they lay the tracks for this though in the movie they, do. they say that he's difficult they say he's no good for the morale in the locker room and they show that he isn't yeah so they're like this guy's kind of poison for the team that, that part I loved and, like that that and, is realistic and yeah. they also show that they say that he was very standoffish with doing interviews and and showing his emotions on the field. Yeah. And then when he like does that big so, catch or whatever, he like he like does his little spins and his dances. He jumps up into the crowd him. and like touches the fans and stuff. So so yeah. it wasn't that he got a touchdown or whatever. It was that he finally like decided that he was he going his to. Lesson. It was just that he was going to. He was going to. Um, he was going to show his joy for the game on the field instead of being this, um, you know, this macho douchebag yeah, who just wanted to show me the money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what they were going I for. I know, I know. And, now, and, it, and it does it does fine. It yeah, does and I'm fine. not it's saying exciting, that like, that's not... See, yeah. You guys have a point. It's a, pers- it's a, personal, it's a personal thing. Um, like, the, the way the announcers are talking about Rod as they're showing the clips of him playing is though he's doing something wrong getting hit over the middle. But in fact, like that would a be part on the quarterback for like setting him up for those big. Well, that's what he was saying. He was those are designed plays, right? Like it's just that's how football works. You design those plays to run over the middle, knowing that there's going to be like a linebacker or safety coming up to crack you. But you'll also be like a go-to guy to get those kinds of yards. So the quarterback could be throwing the ball and. In bad spots, though. They, the if they had made a big deal of that, I wish yeah. they had have just thrown that in. Like he's, I'm, I'm an over the middle guy. Like he should have been proud of that. And just like when the quarterback lays me out, like makes me stretch up and I get pounded, that's what he would hate. So if that was the case, or the quarterback was doing it on purpose, I, it, none of this is really necessary. And I don't think a regular person would notice this. Rod at all. actually complained about he, that he, though, but it, not in the way that like he was owning up to his role on the team, which would be to get over the middle on those plays. It's. But the one, the scene that I think has changed in this movie since all of this stuff came out about, and what's the illness that people get? Oh, the CTE. CTE. The, because that wasn't a big thing then. Well, they wouldn't they have known. Didn't even know. They didn't no, know. but that's what I'm saying is, so one of the great scenes now in this movie that really changed for me is when, when Jerry and him were walking, and Jerry asked how he's feeling, and he said bubblicious, and then Jerry, and he's like, this quarterback's gonna fucking kill me. He's like, he's throwing these balls. And he's like, I'm getting killed out there. And, and I, I was actually like, holy shit, like this guy is probably going to be fucked. Oh, he is. Yeah. Like so Taking fucked. the hits that he's got. And then they you, you mentioned just... how many concussions. There's like four concussions. Yeah. Or whatever. Oh, that yeah. too also concerned me. But that can. Oh, that... scrambled eggs. But... Rod Tidwell's kids never know Rod Tidwell. <laughs> <laughs> he ends up fucking going on a rampage, driving high speed through a residential. On a camel. Yeah, on a camel. He does that commercial. <laughs> and, and but that is that is kind of the thoughts I was having oh, now, I, watching I totally the movie. too, yeah. Especially like you don't get knocked out on the field. And I actually wanted to look this up, but I never got a chance for the show. Do trainers really stand over guys on the ground when they're unconscious and slap their hands together over their face and say, Bop, come on, Bop, come on. 
What's like, he, back he, in the day, I think, I, think he was saying, I think he was saying Rod. Oh, maybe he's like saying his name. Anyway, he's clapping <laughs> his hands above his face and yelling at him to try. Rod. And yeah. Rod. Yeah, I don't I, know if they I do that either. I don't think they but do I'm that. Assuming, they, anyway, you don't just get up from that either. You don't just get up from that and start dancing and everybody watch you dance. Then there's like... That's true, you, by you the way. You'd be out well, of it, not feeling well, plus know, there'd be penalties. I don't know which you guys have had concussions, but I've had a few, obviously. You don't just dance. You cannot get up and dance like that well but he didn't really good luck running normally he had yeah there would be but now, this is 96 i'm assuming now there'd be concussion protocol you oh, can't yeah. come back on the field if oh, your yeah. lights are off that's it you're done yeah, yeah no that makes sense but yeah. he uh he did like a spin flip so he seemed yeah, okay i know upside then, down for having been uh, uh, unconscious <laughs> for two minutes and then get up and do like a spinning no one would a let that happen or if, b it wouldn't happen. if your lights are off you're concussed but yeah. let me ask you guys this then ask away so when B. when C. Jerry's standing there waiting yeah. for Rod and Rod doesn't see him, yeah, and then Rod sees Jerry and then Jerry points at Rod, his like, ambassador of Quan. Do you guys no? Before that though, when they're in the hallway and he no, comes out, that's who it is. Sorry, go on. He is the ambassador though. Yeah. Do you guys tear up at all when Jerry's like tearing up and then Rod comes over? No. No. Yeah, I did. I is got it? like really teary eyed there. Yeah, but you're going. To oh, when he's house. like doing his interview and he's all celebrating. No, like, before when he comes out, like in the lock, like in the hallway, right after the game, and Jerry's standing in the hallway, and Jerry's like starting to cry, and then he points at Rod, and Rod points, Rod's looking for him, and then they like have the big long hug. Yeah, that gives me like a big. It's long a nice cry. moment, just because I don't cry. I just, I just, I just wanted to know if you guys it, were emotionally was... affected. Oh, John cries in the living room. Yeah, I know. John's like, not there. You can plead me. I'm looking for my wife. Hello. (laughs) I'm looking for my wife too. So there is no emotion from you guys in this movie at all. No, but I did cry during Goon. So that's a weird thing that I've got going on inside. Yeah. Was that true? That's true. But you did not have any feelings for this movie. Of, of that emotion. Not have feelings. I just didn't cry. I mean, you held it. Were you holding it back? No. No. Because nothing. It's it's it's. This movie is nice, nice and moment. it's touching, but it it doesn't have. Yeah, it had the that effect grip. on me this time. I don't think it has ever had that effect on me ever before. Mm. Yeah, I don't find that it's um. So I, that the I, fingers are that. Uh, I didn't have the emotion good. between Jerry and his wife. I had the emotion between Rod and Jerry when they were when he was in the hallway waiting for him to come out. Yeah. Don't get me wrong; I still like the scene between Jerry and his wife in the living room, and I thought yeah. that was good, and the dialogue was good, and the acting was good. But I, for some reason, strangely got emotional between the two of them. Yeah. I felt like that relationship. More so, it's a yeah, bromance so. moment. Yeah, That's it is totally, a bromance. And, and there's they, so much conflict. He believed them. in him and he helped him and support him. Now they're going to celebrate. And, and after the other interview on the Jim Rome show, whatever that was going to be. And he got the 11.2. Someone, someone I'm forgetting a about. A little bit more that than he wanted. That he keeps forgetting about Jerry. Yeah. yeah. Like Jerry's been like bigger the presence man. in his fucking yeah, how is he life and they're like friends like it wouldn't be like yeah. he's like mm, there's someone else there's someone else I've thanked so many people <laughs> Joe <laughs> down the block the, other the milkman Steve <laughs> the person who's with me every day at every Who game and every practice but yeah. I, I feel like they set up enough stakes that I am seriously concerned, concerned about Jerry's career his well mental well-being if this shit doesn't pan out so when it pans yeah. out I'm very excited for Jerry and Rod, because Rod's family and stuff. and Totally. See, this time around, I didn't like Jerry as much as I had in the past. He I liked him more this time, yeah, I thought. I, I just... I just didn't for some reason. Um, he gets He gets drunk and he like tries to take advantage of his employee 
who yeah. who he wants who wants him to. His but employees Renee Zellweger. Yeah, gets. Uh, she yeah. really wants him to though. She's yeah. throwing it out there. I know. She just, put on the black shirt. I know. I, Don't it, get me wrong. Like I'm she saying, disappeared for a long time, by the way. But I'm saying if she put on the black shirt and he did that and she didn't want it, that is wrong. But she put on the black shirt and he grabbed her and she even said she, she may not sue. Yeah, she yeah she didn't give him much of a signal of an advance before that. The black, it I thought be, the black booby shirt. She like switched she from the regular yeah. shirt to the black booby shirt. She was shirt. leaning in. That's, t- that's t- tough. Her that, sister that even been... tried to get her to do the turtleneck. Yeah. Her sister knew. I, the divorce ladies are funny. I also the love. The divorce ladies are funny. The first yeah. time they have sex and uh, she opens the door and he's standing there looking all seductive in his fucking t-shirt, his uh, undershirt. And she closes the door again. <laughs> And then when they're in the bed and the the jazz music's playing and it's supposed to be this really intimate moment and there's this long drawn out pause they're staring into each other's eyes and Jerry's like, "What is this music?" What is this music? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that scene starts really well because that guy gives them the jazz. She's Charlie in the bathroom. Parker. She opens it up and he's standing there like waiting for her with the jazz playing, and then she closes the door and and you then you can hear him laughing. laughing. Yeah. That scene has a ton of charm for me. Yeah. So it's so great. Yeah. And in the morning when when he comes out and hears her talking to her sister and then the I kid I love him. Yeah, and then the kid gives him away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi Jerry. And then Jerry lets him know that he heard everything by saying something that the sister said before the, bottom, the I love the you. The bottom stuff. feeder. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So he heard everything. Yeah. yeah. I actually really like her sister in this too. I feel like she's got good dialogue. She smokes weed. She likes to party. I like her. She got her nachos yeah. and drinks ready. Used I, the chilled mugs. I never, oh. I never um, related to her more than when she was sitting on the sink listening to them have sex. And she was smoking a joint and she had some food in a styrofoam container because she was getting high before she ate. And I'm like, I know who she is and I like her. That should illuminate <laughs> Colin's personal life a little Seriously. bit for everyone. I like that styrofoam food out there. Yeah. 1 a.m. sitting on the She could, could have been 1 a.m., could it? I guess it could have. They're banging. They don't bang <laughs> before 1 a.m. That's the banging hour. But I, I did I did feel her jealousy and stuff as well, which I like yeah, because they, she's they divorced you know, as well. And that's why the women's group is like fun to throw in there because even though you end up resenting them, it's still it still enables a couple of conversations to happen that let you know where everybody sits on subjects. And and um, what a fucking douchebag is fucking Kush and his dad. His, yeah. Kush and his dad are douchebags. Oh, yeah. big time. My word is my bond. Stronger yeah, than stronger oak. Stronger than oak. Yeah. And then Kush just sitting on the couch playing shitty guitar, making a song about himself. Yeah, Kush Lash. What the fuck? fuck? I hate that guy. Yeah. yeah. Jerry's so, better well off cast Jerry O'Connell. That. I'm he's glad he ended up getting into a abusive relationship with Rebecca Romaine. Jerry would have made like one point. In real life? Is that I don't true? think it was abusive. Jerry I just O'Connell? think she's the alpha for sure. Oh, well. <laughs> like, duh. Probably. If Jerry O'Connell has not been strapped in, if you know what I'm saying, <laughs> I would be surprised. Very surprised. Kushlash. Kushlash. Yeah. So that the, is Kushlash. The stuff is nice and enraging. Well, um, what was he going to get? Like 15 mil? A year, maybe. Yeah. No, no, no. It was like 15 mil for like four years or something. They wanted him to sign for 30. Go first and sign for 30. Oh, right. So that would, Jerry would have got three. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, 30, 30 was the offer from the Chargers. Yeah. Um, Denver was something else. 20. Den- Denver was at 20, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So Jerry would have got at least two to three mil for his end because yeah. he gets 
Yeah. That's fucking crazy money for, and he's independent, so he doesn't pay any of the higher ups. No, it'd just be all expenses. Yeah. Like I mean, Jerry would have had to have been an taxes. okay financial position when he got fired. Dude, he would be doing, he's the number one agent. Like that guy that fired him is his protege. So Jerry is fabulously well and he should be his girlfriend also seemed like she had a great job yeah, she had some kind of event planning yeah she's putting out pamphlets and then later she's she working with the guy up. yeah she's she's involved in the nfl for sure yeah i don't know what the fuck her thing was it made her look like it never explains it but once again you don't need it no but she's supposed to be powerful but then she doesn't look powerful yeah. in the in the scenes he's yeah I guess. she always then, looks like support like an admin then she assaults, which is fine but she's not a power she assaults jerry which is always awkward to watch these days yeah sexy you mean mm. she assaults Slap. him good she, she punched him i think three times yeah strike me beautiful yep <laughs> she she punched him three times and then kneed him in the stomach or the groin depending on where she her knee landed the best thing she does in this entire thing is when he breaks up with her and she she has a sincere moment of of a uh, emotion where she's like breaking no out crying ever. for a second and then you can see inside she's just like suck it up yeah. And then she's like, Move comes on. back up. She's already I moved on by the time she throws the first punch. Yeah. yeah. And then she's done. That's a good scene. Yeah, I enjoy that. There's a lot of great scenes in this movie. And like, I do really, really like, um, I, you can see the transformation, his slow transformation through the movie. Yeah, it, it's, it's interesting to watch as it goes because after he marries... Renee, they make a point to show that he's really not doing what makes him happy. And then they drag that part of their relationship on until the end when they finally make their, their reconciliation. But even before that happens, you can see him changing and trying to grow and um, adapt. Two of the best scenes that show that are, no, it's the same scene actually. This is like fantastic screenwriting that I love to steal. Is the scene where she's in the bed with him and he's he's not really engaging with her and, and he makes a noise or something. And she's like, God, I really don't know your noises yet. And he says, well, if you don't know, then you should ask me. And she's like, I thought I just did. And then she, he, she says, they both see at the same time or she says, why are you, why do you love me? And he's like, why do you love me? And then the kid comes yeah, and he grabs the kid and puts the kid the right room. on his lap and wants to sit, hold the kid while they watch TV. Yeah. And she looks so jealous well, she at, realized at her own that's kid. What she realizes, but she wants she likes jealous of her kid because yeah. of how much he well, loves her kid. Yeah, that's when she realizes he. That's why he's there is but, because for the he loves the kid, but and that's not her. But that's what I'm saying is like you see that all though it's yeah. not shown. You see that there's something wrong, and then when the kid comes, you see her jealousy, and it's just like you. Then you know everything once again just just from what she sees. Yeah. You see her see. Is that just before he proposes? No, that's after they're married. married. That's and after they're it's married. It's right before it? she comes and says that he should okay. they should have a break. Yeah. It's just it's once again, it's good filmmaking, good directing, good writing. Mm -hmm. And that stuff for that those parts at least for me all still hold up. Mm -hmm. Uh issues with the movie? Anybody got any issues? A little bit long? I mean, you guys didn't like the football stuff, and you didn't uh, cry. It, you no, guys, I didn't you guys cry, but I got the emotional. Sons of bitches. I got the emotional impact on both scenes. If, if he's going to be happy. That's fine. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. Like I said before, I didn't particularly identify or dig his character as much. But he definitely has an arc, and it definitely is emotional when he when he reconnects and gets his shit together. I, think, I did like him. I like how they give you his arc at the beginning, and yeah. then like they they show you he's like he's he 
has humanity, but then he grows into that humanity and he like grows into the comfort with himself and the relationship and whatever else. But like you can see at the beginning that there is like this dynamic change. It's like polar opposite from where he is or from where his whole career, like every one of his peers would be right. Mm. That would be not where you're supposed to stand is on the ethical, less money, more compassion side of things. But he writes that paper and then the rest of the movie is him like growing into that moral. Yeah, because at, you're right. Because at the end, he, when that guy says, I love your memoir or something, instead of him saying it was a mission statement, he says, thank you. Yeah. And every other time someone had mentioned it, he said it was a mission statement trying to dismiss it. But he actually, you're right. He grew into the memo. Yeah. Like he, that was idealism for him at the beginning of the movie. And he wasn't there yet. He wasn't as comfortable with, with, his idealism yeah. and then at the end he's open about it 100 percent. yeah i yeah. think that that is i never thought about that that way that's a really good point yeah i just thought it was interesting the way that they approach it and he's living by dickie's rules Dickie, oh and i love the dickie rules yeah i like that too i like those little interim intermittent yeah little like i said before they're all like relevantly placed and timed to what's happening in the story it's just nice to have it's like a little a little placard that pops up and says, think about this. Yeah. I mean, people do it in other movies with, um, black card and words or whatever. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. They, uh, it's a great little, it's almost a Woody Allen style thing. He throws in there. Mm -hmm. We just watched one recently. I can't think of what it was now, but it would say exactly. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. And Dickie does that for that. Yeah. It's a smart Good it's, old Dickie. I want to be friends with Dickie cause yeah. he seems like a, um, like a gentle, wise person. He's a wise man. He's this guy a, here is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Dickie for sure is dead by yeah. now. Dickie died. Yeah, Dickie died. That's sad. We'll miss Before you, the Dickie. machine took over and ruined all the idealism. The machine being the iron lung that he passed yeah. him. I think the thing that I the thing that I noticed this time more is um is the the blatant manipulation mm. that I tend to not like. But I feel like the movie rises up and to the occasion, yeah. So that it's not, it's the movie's good enough that it's okay for them to be using those vehicles, and it's not, it's not just good because of pure manipulation. But the writing is good enough, and the acting is good enough, and the 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 sentimentality is there. But they're also being very manipulative. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> I feel Jerry under attack that from the beginning of the movie. When that guy says, how long do you think you'll last? He's under attack. Yeah. He's under attack by everybody. And that fucking guy who's Arizona, the coach for Arizona, is it the coach? He'd be the GM. Probably. The GM, whoever yeah. that is, that guy is a douchebag piece of shit. Well, I don't think so. Why is he a douchebag? Because he's being a dick the whole time. And then Rod has that big thing and Jerry does the money symbol. And he's like, yeah, I know, I know. That guy says, he's like, Jerry, you've been... Because Jerry's like, we're friends, we're friends. And he's like, you fucked me for years yeah, from a place of exactly. power. Now it's my turn to fucking, and he's doing, what he's doing is just acting in but the best Jerry's, interest of the team as Jerry's a businessman. But vulnerable man. at that point. But who gives it's a not fuck? Like now all of a sudden, but fault. now all of a sudden he needs to fall on all over Jerry because Jerry's got a sentimental moment. Jerry fucking fucked him when he was vulnerable. There's no, he doesn't owe Jerry anything. I'm just saying. This is just the chickens coming home to roost. No, I know. the roosters coming home to chick. Whatever it is, <laughs> one of those things happens here. Chicken. I, I don't think the GM's the dick. I, I don't disagree. I, I do disagree, actually, because I think that um, that guy is... That was when Jerry was working with a big agency, 
and Jerry didn't have the power to make the decisions necessarily. And now that Jerry's vulnerable and on his own, this guy's like fucking him for like past sins. When they're, I think Jerry said he introduced him to his fucking wife. Big deal. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean, big deal? I read. I would have read it more that Jerry was a jerk before. That's how he says was, it. This and Jerry, guy, Jerry was a jerk before. Clearly, this guy was also going a little bit over the top to get back at him. That's like, what not I'm just saying. saying no, but like kind of sticking it to him a little not bit. Not showing up. But, not telling Jerry to meet him somewhere and then not fucking showing up. Yeah, is not the showing biggest up was a dick, dick fucking move. move. That is a dick move. That's a dick move. But you get the impression from the statements he's making. Because he's like, you could have at least called or whatever. And that guy, I can't remember the exact quote. but He, he said something came up. But the, fuck I you. He says it comes up. up and he's like, bullshit. And he's like, hey, like you fucked me for a lot of years. Like you have this coming. I don't have any problem with that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying Jerry didn't have it coming. But I feel like then for that guy to like get the player, I would have been like, you know what? Yeah, I fucked you and you fucked me and I'm fucking you. <laughs> You're not getting them. Rod's going somewhere else, baby. Yeah. Because Rod wanted to be with Arizona. So if he's going to end up finish out his career. Yeah. 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 Five years. Is that realistic? He looks a little too old at that point to have five more years playing with four concussions. But he'd have the belt. contract. So that's, a, that's what he was happiest. No, but I'm saying that's actually realistic is five years. Mm, yeah. It's not longer than that. Either. It's only five. No, no. I'm saying five oh, years. Oh, for a is, contract? No, no, no. Five years for a player. Oh, players play more than five years all the time. That's why I'm saying. Yeah. Like, like the average tenure would be probably under four years yeah. for an NFL player, but there are some guys who play a long time. Also, my favorite scenes probably rookie. is no. when Jerry gets loses Cush, uh, all of the dialogue with Jerry and him where he's on the plane. He's like, eh, he's listening to his music. <laughs> and he's moving Jerry's hand or whatever. And Jerry's like, <laughs> what does Jerry say to him when he's doing that? He's got the headphones in. He's like, da -na 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 -na. he's like, ew, we're together now, whatever. Yeah. Jerry's like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, Rod was like a spoiled little kid when Jerry wanted to leave him for the big client, Kush. And then after Kush dumps Jerry, then Rod is happy because now he goes back to being Jerry's only client and will get all the attention. That's why Rod's stuck. Yeah. It's because he <clears throat> needs that attention. Rod is such a narcissist. Yeah. He is. He's yeah. like, he's like, oh, you only mine now like you yeah. fucking need me absolutely You're yeah my and he also shows that when he calls him when he's in the tub and he's talking to the little kid yeah <laughs> and he's like i need my agent to be thinking about me yeah 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 that stuff's funny that is funny because he knows it's a kid and he continues to talk like adult shit to the kid <laughs> he does <laughs> that's so funny yeah and then of course the line with jerry where he says fuck and then the kid's like you said fuck <laughs> i'm sorry i won't tell yeah. yeah, the kid's great. I mean, like, when you get... That kid's super cute. I'd be super curious to know how he aged. Yeah. No, we. They, you can see it. He's actually an actor now. Huh. Still. Well, he was actually an actor then. No, but he he took a lot of punishment and abuse from children, as you would expect. Yeah. I do expect. Um, And he was he stopped acting for a while, but he's back at it actually just he's recently. Back. He's because, a cutie patootie. Uh, Let's see what he looks like. Um, there's a really funny family guy where uh, Peter talks about his name's Johnny Galicki. Not Johnny Galicki, but... Uh, he's Ray, right? The little yeah. kid? Yeah, yeah, he's Ray. Oh, he's fucking super what, handsome. What's actually. his name? Uh, Jonathan Lipnicki. That's it. And uh, Peter makes fun of what he looks like now for some reason a family guy. But Brent's right. He doesn't... He looks fine. Dude, he's... All right, cool. Seriously handsome. Look, yeah. Lucky, yeah. lucky oh, young yeah. dude. He oh, right on. Who does he that look like? That guy pulls like? in all the Taylor Dong, he whatever like he wants. He looks like an English actor or something. I don't know. Uh, he looks like uh, the kid from the fucking... Game of Thrones or something? No. 
uh, the guy that played uh, uh, Queen, not Queen, uh, Rocket Man. Yes, oh, yeah. he does look like that guy. Yeah. What the fuck is that kid's name? Tyron uh, Egerton. 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 Something British. Sorry, dude. Love I like him, except for yeah. I don't like Rocket Man. Oh, fuck. I like Rocket Man. I like better Rocket than, Man. Uh, Big thumbs Queen. down for Rocket the Man. Queen really? The Queen was garbage. The, the I, Rocket, I Rocket Man good. over Queen. I hated them both. All right, cool. I've equally. Well, no one's <laughs> uh, surprised by that. No, they are both awful. I think we know no. uh, which way Colin's leaning. Why don't you call Jerry Maguire? Yeah, no, it's uh, gosh, blah, no. cryworthy. <laughs> I cry. Cameron Crow, Cameron Crow made two or three good movies, yeah. and this is one of them, obviously. And, I liked him in Gladiator. And this is, uh, I don't think that was him. I'm uh, just kidding. They, uh, uh, the, the Almost Famous and then Say Anything would be his other two, but I'm pretty sure Say Anything wouldn't hold up. I guarantee mm. Almost Famous, which I think we should put on the list. Yeah. Because Cameron Crowe didn't make a lot of movies. We should put Say Anything on too. Yeah, we could put that on there John too. Cusack? This movie, like I said, is Jerry Maguire. This is probably one of the most should be one of the most unlikable characters Tom Cruise plays. And uh, that's what makes his uh, journey through his arc of character here so great is because he is a kind of an unlikable agent douchebag and realizes it somewhere along the way and doesn't, doesn't want to be that anymore and works very hard, sacrifices a lot. And, and uh, sacrifices everything. Yeah. To try and get to that, get, get to the person he said, I think uh, what's her name says it best in the kitchen, the Laurel, she loves the man he wants to be and the man he's going to become. Mm. It's a great line. And mm. that is what it is, is, is Jerry is trying to become someone better than himself, like Brent said with the memo, which I think that's really interesting is the whole movie, he's really trying to live up to the memo. And then finally at the end of the movie, I think he finally feels like he is. And, well, uh, you can tell that he, that he manages the, the victory because that other guy says to... Uh, to the Jay Moore character, he goes, uh, why don't we ever hug or something? Right, he's like, why don't we have a relationship like that? Yeah. yeah. And that's <laughs> when you can tell that like he has come full circle. He reached his goal. Yeah. It's like the pinnacle of and his And other people will see his vision now through his there's, actions. There's also... A Which it seems like they do. There's another thing at the end, I think, that gives that indication. There's a great scene mm -hmm. of conflict between... My brain's not good enough to remember. Jerry that. and uh, Rod that sum this movie up really nicely for the arc where... Because um, both of them have an arc. Rod has an arc too. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a bunch of arcs in this movie, but... Mm -hmm. uh, they both get a soul. Yeah, and uh, they're both being really super honest with each other. And Rod's really honest with Jerry about, like, why don't you go home and be with your wife? Like, why didn't you have the talk before you got married? Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And Jerry's throws back in his face, like, do you want to know why you haven't got your contract? Yeah. I don't want to be friends anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, really, I really did like that about them this time where... Yeah, um, Rod like takes the chance and like starts to tell Jerry how it is, and then Jerry is finally like, "Now I can tell it back to him how he is." Yeah, it's a very vengeful. Back in your yeah, but it but it's, it's like good, it though. totally changes their friendship because they were both completely honest. Yeah, yeah. it's a great scene, and yeah. like without that scene, the movie's not as good. So I feel well, because like because any good friendship, you need that conflict. Like it 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 builds like a muscle, right? You tear it, and then when it heals from the tears, it's stronger than ever. And I think that's the good thing about their friendship is it's not just this like superficial voyage where they start somewhere and then they become friends. They start somewhere, they go through highs, they go through lows. There is that real thing where there are, they are sowing something real there mm -hmm. and it feels real at the end. Like yeah. the, that's why you cried is because there was that honesty, that tangibility. Yeah. To that. It's the honesty that uh, like, I think like all of the people that I like the best are the people I can it's be the most. Tangibility of work. 
What is it? Yeah, tangibility, I believe, is. Is it? Tangible. Tangible yeah. is, but tangibility? Maybe, I don't know, but It tangible has that is. tangibility factor. I just made it a word. But there it's honesty, right? That's nice. That, uh, that I think makes friends, like the people I'm closest with are the people I'm most honest with and I don't have to like bullshit with. Yeah, True. stop that, by the way. None of us like yeah, it. Yeah, fuck you guys, by yeah. the way. I hold don't like either a, of you very much. Hold back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to uh, tell you guys some things after the podcast that maybe people won't want to know. But anyways, Brent. What do you got? Yeah, yeah. I don't is it me first this time? Oh no, you went first. I said it held up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I didn't no. say that, but if yeah. you couldn't you figure couldn't that tell. out, then sorry, I just I didn't realize that you were done. Um, yeah, it holds up for me too. I I really liked the movie. I found myself laughing, uh, not crying, but feeling sad and stuff. Friends <laughs> 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 stuff. I don't feel. I went sad. through a box of tissues, happy tissues, sad tissues masturbatory tissues yep <laughs> the movie is enjoyable it's a good story uh you feel for the characters the characters feel real um they feel flawed and i think that's what makes it great everyone is flawed yeah because yeah because it, it, no one is perfect right there is there are people that you like despite their flaws and i think that's important it mm. is i agree and mm. it's what it, i think it just it gives the movie that that real quality because a movie like this could have very easily been um yeah, schlocky, yeah. Schlocky and too too big of a shine on it. Do you know what I mean? Like if you polish this too much, it becomes shit. It's because it and it's weird that it has a little grit because it is a polished big time movie, but yeah. but it's good. It it feels nice. It's a nice story. Makes and me feel good in my cockles. My cockles are brought full circle with this thing they are johnny, very warm johnny what you got in your cockles uh my cockles say uh i didn't enjoy this movie as much as i had in the past um it's just the, the at the end of the day yeah it's the characters and some of the relationships are are good um overall like the story doesn't it's not like transcendent or anything like that it doesn't it, it's not as profound as i maybe once thought it was and maybe it's because i've seen it a few times but it doesn't mean it, it like doesn't still have that emotional punch and i still don't like like when they succeed and when they make things work out so i i think it holds up um for sure it's still it's still there it's just not quite as uh not quite as highly regarded by me this time through i just tom Car tom cruise's character i didn't i didn't like him as much and I don't know why. Maybe I was just in the mood. Like everything you said about him was was true. And he definitely has the the arc, and he and he overcomes the adversity, gets to where he wants to go. Um, maybe I just relate with him a little bit less. And Renee Zellweger's character definitely does have an arc as well as Colin aptly described before. But um, she's, and Rod too. She just she doesn't stand out for me enough as a as an independent person i know she's supposed to be defined by her single motherhood and and she does appear to be working hard and she does take a chance by going with tom so maybe i should like her more than i do but i just i just didn't this time but it, you know it still was nice to see them succeed i like when they had dinner and uh she could have told him about her dead husband but she says to him let's not tell each other our sad stories yeah which it's i kind of like too i i like yeah. that she but it's she does that that's but that's not a selfless thing she does that because he's talking about his ex and she wants one-on-one -on -one time i agree yeah. but so she's like let's not hear about your ex anymore and let's not hear about mine let's do things that grow us yeah but it's just that she'd already talked about that and i felt like the writer was really smart to like change that subject there too because we already know her husband died she told her sister we don't need her to tell jerry and you're right it is selfish i just view because it she, character motivation it's harder for writing. jerry to to fuck her if if he feels sorry for her 
Yeah. Mm. I 100% agree. But that's also, once again, great writing. Yeah. She's just like, I don't want this guy to feel sorry for me. I want him to think I'm sexy. Yeah. 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 And that's just, that's what anybody would do, and I think. And you would, because she's fucking great looking. She, she's a very sexy lady. Yeah. She's a nice looking lady. She I'm going to watch Judy. She so looks good. Tom. I'm going to masturbate Tom's a nice looking man. You like to down, to the two of them or just one? <laughs> just Tom? Throw Jay Both Moore in the mix and be like, yeah. Ooh, Moore. I'm not a big Jay Moore guy. I just watch, no. I would just <laughs> have Rod in. Jay Moore. <laughs> I just have Jay Moore in the corner watching and jerk off to him watching them. And crying because he can't be involved. He's no. Like, Come on, guys. And they're like, stay in the back, no, He's not Jay. crying. He's, he's just. just <laughs> <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's just watching and like counting money or something. Like, but looking at them, but not looking down at the money. There's the characters I wanted there. That would have given it a perfect five out of five for me. Yeah. But instead it's a, it's a, you know. Did you guys hold cry, cry during the uh, Bruce Springsteen song that he wrote specifically for this movie? No, I fucking hate Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Brent, don't say that. <laughs> I do. Oh, no, I've. No, please, Brent. No, I didn't know that about <clears throat> you. Yeah, I hate him, and I hate that he's called the boss. <laughs> and he's like an American icon. And That's that why? Stuff. He feels to me like the uh, music uh, representation of the, of the equivalent of the uh, Patriots. Oh, well, that's hate-worthy for well, sure. Well, I mean, I don't like his more popular stuff, but I like some of his less popular stuff. I love his live album where he tells the stories. Where if you ever, uh, you probably wouldn't have heard that if you hate him. Nope. We're gonna listen to that. Philly. We're gonna listen to that later. Nope. Tonight. Nope. We'll, we'll have a, sure I can find it. Not well. We'll have a hold up music, and we'll do that first. Doesn't hold up. I'll call it right now. All right. Well, we oh, have no. Jerry Maguire getting uh, three three passes all around, um, and definitely some some stuff about this movie that uh, makes great sense um, and is enjoyable. Definitely enjoyable. And um, was it, if you've not seen this movie, you, ha you have to check it out. It's important. The dude abides. The dude abides. Oh, sorry, wrong movie. Uh, <laughs> show me the money. Show me the money. Have another Caucasian. You guys are my ambassadors of corn. Ah, dude abides. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening once again, everybody. We'll see you next time. Enjoy your shit. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.